the Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. All right, joined now with starting goaltender for the Steinback Pistons, Will Hambly. Will, thanks for doing this today. Yeah, of course, Dave. Thanks for having me. All right, man, let's uh, let's go back to the beginning. Um, how did you end up in Steinback with the Pistons coming from the, the East Coast? I mean, tell us how you found Steinback and, and how you made your way here. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a bit of an interesting situation. Uh, so before I was at Steinback, I was initially in Alberta at Spruce Grove, the Saints. Uh, I was there for about a week, and then uh, that sort of fell through. So I, I flew home, and I was only home for for about a day or two when uh, I got a call from Paul. And, yeah, he uh, asked me to, to sign with the Pistons, and then luckily enough that, that was able to work out, and now now here we are. What did you know about Steinbeck, Will, before you ended up uh, you know, signing here and, and coming to play hockey here? Did you know anything? Uh, I knew I didn't know a ton, but I did know that it was a great place for for goalies to go. I knew that the way that it was described to me was sort of a, a breeding ground for uh, Division One goalies. I knew I knew two guys that played here. Uh, Roman Bangert, his dad, uh, has been my goalie coach for for as long as I I can remember. And then Thompson Finney played here for a little bit. I was playing hockey with him, so I definitely had had some connections with uh, with goalies that played here. That's so cool. So you may have had a bit of an idea about what it was like to be a Piston, but when you made your way into the city, I mean, what did you what did you make of the community and make of the team when you first got here? I was surprised, actually, with, with Steinbeck community. I was told initially that I would sort of be living in the middle of nowhere with basically nothing but hockey, and when I came here, I was, I was definitely impressed that it, it wasn't too different from back home in terms of the amount of people and uh, the way the city was laid out. Will, uh, well, take us through what it was like, um, you know, to get on the ice. I know, I, I think you came in during training camp, right? Or was it towards the end of camp that you made your way here? Yes, it was actually right after training camp. I landed the day we had our first preseason game. So a bit of a whirlwind situation to come in and, and uh, you know, kind of meet the team that, that's already been created. I mean, what was it like getting to know, you know, 25 new guys so quickly? It was def- definitely a different experience. I remember I came to the rink. Uh, in the clothes I'd worn in the airport. I hadn't unpacked anything. I hadn't even been to my billet house yet. I showed up to the rink when the guys were getting on the ice for warm-up for a game against Selkirk, and, or for a game against Winkler. And uh, during warm-up, I got dressed, and then near the end of warm-up, I skated out on the ice and was able to take a few shots with the guys. And amongst all that, had a few guys introduce themselves to me. I was able to try and start remembering names. It definitely took a couple days before I could get all the all the guys' names down past, but... Everyone was super welcoming when I first came here, which was the biggest thing. Definitely made me feel like I was right at home. Well, um, you didn't really know what you were getting into when you first came to Steinbeck. I mean, like you said, you landed, all of a sudden you're playing games. I mean, nothing was really promised to you. What were those first couple weeks like as you balanced, you know, trying to find playing time and, and trying to find your rhythm while you, you know, you didn't get as many starts as maybe you would have liked? Uh, I think the biggest thing for me was, like, I came here with no expectations. I saw how things were at Bruce Grove and I saw how that didn't work out so I was I was mainly just happy that I had found a spot that uh, I knew that the the situation was good I loved the guys I loved the coaches so I knew that at some point uh, if I just kept kept working as hard as I could and things would eventually work out I knew that at some point I'd be able to get the opportunity to to really show what I could do in the net and luckily enough that came in November and then ever since then the team's been having success I've been lucky enough to have have some personal success alongside that so yeah that, that's been the best thing about it. Yeah, like you said, when you uh, when you grabbed hold of the net, the the team kind of took off with you leading the charge. I mean, what was it like to uh, like you said see team success and personal success kind of pile up 
uh, from November until now as we sit here in early March? Uh, it's, this year has definitely been nothing that I expected it to be. I, when I first came here, I never would have thought that the uh, end result would be what we have now just with, first of all, how, how incredible this team has done this year and put us in a really good spot for, for playoffs and also the, the success I've been lucky enough to have this season. I never could have imagined that it would have been, been the level that it was. I think everything just really happened for a reason this year and everything happened exactly as it should have. Will, goaltending is an interesting position because there's always extra forwards and extra defensemen, but there's really no extra goaltenders. And really the only person that knows what you're going through is your goaltending tandem partner and the goalie coach. What's it been like to uh, you know work with Geese and, and uh, kind of grow your game away from, from game play? What's it been like to work with Guy? Oh, Guy has been absolutely incredible. I think every bit of improvement that I've had this year can be fully attributed to him. He has been able to work with me. Uh, at practice, extra time, at any time I need Guy, he's been uh, ready to go, available immediately, which which is something I could have never asked for. He was always willing to help out me and help out Hark as often as we need it, as much as we need it. He will give us, he never never will sugarcoat anything. He'll tell us exactly how it is, which I think is the best way to, to really improve your game and see maybe some areas in it that aren't exactly what they need to be and then work on those from there and Ever since I've been working with Guy, I think that's been the uh, the biggest reason for the improvement this season. What's it been uh, like growing your relationship with Simon Harkness? He came in, uh, you know, he knew a little bit last year. He got some games in, and you know, coming as a twenty year old, I know lately it's not been great because of a of an injury. But what's it been like, kind of learning and, and growing with Simon Harkness, and what's that relationship been like between the two of you? He's been incredible. He was really a, a good presence when I first came. A good veteran goalie that I could talk to. He played juniors for. This is his third season as uh, as a junior goalie, so he definitely knew knew the ropes. He uh, he's been here before. He he was the guy who I could come to if I needed any any advice or just any questions about junior hockey. This is all completely new to me, and he was uh, a twenty year old goalie that definitely has experience in that. So he's been a great great guy for me to come to if I ever needed anything. Will, um, one of the big reasons we're talking is not just the success with the Pistons, but uh, what you're going to be doing next in your hockey career. It came out just a couple days ago, but why don't you uh, let everybody know uh, where you're going to be playing hockey in the future? Uh, yes, I was lucky enough last night to finally make it official that uh, I am given the opportunity to play uh, Division One college hockey at Western Michigan University starting next fall, so the fall of 2022. How good does it feel to say that? I mean, like, what goes through your mind when you hear those words come out of your mouth? Uh, it was definitely an incredible moment. Uh, it was very emotional when it happened. I, I was, I was definitely taken aback. It was something that I never could have thought that they would have been an option for me when I first came here. It, it was, it's something that I've dreamed of ever since I was ten years old. Um, that I knew I wanted to play Division One hockey, and a lot of things have came up in the hockey journey that may have. Uh, put that to question and I've definitely been been tested for, for how bad I really want it. There's been lots of opportunities that I could have just just taken the easy road and given up and went for an easier solution but I knew that that was, that was something that I wanted to do so I set my mind to it for the last 10 years and I was very grateful when I was finally able to accomplish it. You know, looking back over the season, um, knowing that you were being watched, having different schools reaching out, how do you, you know, balance the the pressure of that, knowing that you're, you know, you're playing for your your next steps in your hockey career while also doing the job here in Steinbach? I mean, what's that balancing act like for you as a goaltender? I really think the big thing is that when you're in the net, it's really important that you remember to just have fun at the end of the day. This is something that 
every kid dreams of to to be able to play hockey for as long as possible. So if you if you take it yourself out of the equation of the, you really need to perform at this exact moment, you need to make this amount of saves every game to impress the coaches that are watching you. If you just realize that I'm living 36 hours away from home playing hockey for a great team in a great city, that it's a lot easier to uh, just forget about all the stress and extra pressure and just have fun. I think that was the biggest part for me to just compartmentalize it. Well, you mentioned uh, you know your folks 36 hours away. They did make it out to Steinbach earlier this year to get to watch you play a little bit. What was their response like when uh, when you made it official and and you and your family are are you know moving on to that next level at Western Mish? What was their response? Oh, my parents were were so happy and so proud that I was finally able to do this. My mom, of course, is very emotional. She cried as soon as I told her, but I was I was the exact same. So yeah, no, they're they're just very happy that because they knew that this is the most important thing to me was to be able to finally achieve this. So when it when it became official and they knew that it was gonna gonna happen, they were definitely extremely excited for me. Uh so you you your name gets added to the list of pistons that have committed and I know that there may be some few down the road as well. What were your teammates' responses when uh when you told them that you committed to Western Michigan, one of the elite programs in NCAA? The guys couldn't have been more supportive. It was nothing that I could have ever imagined. Every guy on the team reached out almost immediately and congratulated me and said just that I deserved it and that all the hard work had paid off. So it really meant a lot that all the guys on the team really felt like a family at that point, that everyone reached out and everyone cared and everyone was incredibly supportive. So now, Will, uh, you got a couple of games left in the regular season before playoffs start. How do you deal with uh, you know, not dipping or, or not taking a step back now that you've committed and still you know ramping up for the playoffs? How do you deal with that kind of mentally over the next couple of weeks? I think the big thing now is to just realize that just because uh, I achieved the, the personal success that I had originally set out is that now it's time to switch, to forget, move on from the uh, college commitment process and just really focus on this as a team that we have a real chance this year of going far and winning a championship so I think that that's the biggest thing now is that I just focus on on doing everything I can to help give this team the support that they need to to win it all we've proven that we can score goals we've proven we can play defense so now the last part of that equation is just I need to make sure that I can play solid on the net and I think if we combine all those three things we have a really dangerous team this year. Uh, Will, we'll wrap up with two last uh, last questions here. Uh, what would you say to younger goaltenders that are coming up? I know that like Andrew Blahai is going to be uh, you know backing up. Jesse Morris has spent some time as a backup. You know, you see the next up and coming generation of goaltenders. What's your advice to them or any other younger goaltenders when it comes to uh, you know looking towards college and playing high level junior hockey? What advice do you have to give? Uh, I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is that ninety percent of the uh... The goalie battle is just, are you willing to outwork every other goalie that you're going to face? I was never the, the tallest kid or the biggest kid or the most athletic kid. I was never the, the kid that was had the best natural ability at catching a puck. I was just always made sure that no matter who I was on a team with, I was always the, the goalie that would work the hardest. And I think that that's the, the biggest reason for most people's success is that if you're just willing to work harder than every other person in the room, that you'll be able to go much farther than you would think. Will, um, as you you know, start to think about uh, your future, and, and you got that set with Western Michigan now, if you could go back in time and, and talk to yourself as you're getting off the plane in Manitoba, not really sure what's going to happen, uh, what would you tell yourself if you could go back and have a bit of a conversation with yourself? What would you say? I would just tell myself that no matter what happens this year, to just 
keep working as hard as you can because things will turn out better than you could have ever imagined. Uh, it was definitely a, a tough time coming straight from Alberta, flying home, and then flying up to Steinbeck. I was in a weird mental state, and I think if I could go back and tell myself that everything would work out better than I could have ever imagined, that uh, my former self would have definitely appreciated that. You're going to be on that wall in that VIP room in a Western Michigan jersey. That, that's got to be pretty cool to think about, eh? <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a, a cool thought. I remember every single time we were always in that VIP room, I look at that wall, and I just imagine in a year or two seeing me in some college jersey on that wall, and the thought that that is, uh, is going to be uh, happening now is, is incredible. And hopefully uh, the word champion is underneath that photo as well as uh, you and your teammates look to continue the success and go on a long run here in the future. Will, congratulations on all the personal success, on the team success, and uh, just congratulations to you and your family on this major commitment and moving on in your hockey career. Thank you. Yeah, thanks again, Dave, for having me on the, on the radio today, too. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.